Okie dokie, folks. Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by Rhode Island Blood Center, Mother Earth Wellness, Graysale Brewing, Trinity Brewhouse, Ballet RI, and R1 Indoor Karting. I am your host, John Fusick. Today, we have Nina DiGregorio, founder and lead violinist of the Femmes of Rock. The band plays amazing string arrangements of hard rock songs. The Femmes of Rock will be at the Stadium Theater in Woonsocket on March 16th. Hello, this is Nina. Hi, this is John Fusick from Motif Magazine in Rhode Island. How are you? Hi, John. Good. How are you? This says it's a New York number, but you have a Vegas office? We are based in Las Vegas, but I'm originally from New York. Oh, okay. And you're the lead violin player for the Femmes of Rock. Yes, and I also created the group and wrote all the arrangements in the show. Why don't you give me a little bit of history? I guess you came to prominence from America's Got Talent. Is that true? Um. So we were on America's Got Talent season one and this was when we were still called Bella Ramore. We had a different name and the group made it through the first round so they brought us to Los Angeles and then we were pretty much shot down but since then I played in a lot of shows myself like I played with David Foster I played with Tony Braxton in Las Vegas I played in Wayne Newton's show in Las Vegas I learned how to like really better produce a show so we added a whole bunch of specialized arrangements we added singing to the show we added video production lights and lasers sometimes to the show when we have the ability to do the lasers relaunched it and we've been touring the country ever since how long ago was that um i would say it was about 2014 when we relaunched the show and we've been adding to it ever since and it's been getting a little bit better and a little bit better every year now you just mentioned a few names that you've played with now on the website it lists beyonce and rod stewart and earth wind and fire shakira stevie wonder says you've performed with those folks is that you personally or the femmes of rock some of them we've performed with individually and some of them we've performed with as a group for instance my group performed with richard marks for a lot of his las vegas shows and also for his direct tv special the group performed with cheap trick when we opened for them in green bay wisconsin they invited us on stage to perform with them we opened for kansas we opened for ted nugent we opened for bad company before we perform with deep purple as a group when they were in las vegas we made up we comprised their orchestra section for their show in las vegas but so- david foster i played with as a solo artist and the same with tony Braxton and a lot of those others. You said you started in New York? Yes, I grew up in Lewiston, New York, which is kind of a suburb of Buffalo. How did you come to play the violin and how did you come to create this whole show? What was what was your history of this whole project? When I was really young, I wanted to play the saxophone. I was really into 1950s rock and roll music as a little kid. And then, of course, The Simpsons was popular and Lisa Simpson played the saxophone. So between those two things, that's what I wanted to do. And when we hit fourth grade in school they made us choose an instrument so i put first choice tenor sax second choice alto sax third choice barry sax and the band director called me into his office and said i was probably too small to be able to carry a saxophone to the bus every day (laughs) and they suggested i played the violin because it's a lot lighter and i was just like okay and so that's really (laughs) how i started playing the violin but i was always into 
starting with 1950s rock and roll, I progressed my musical knowledge, even though all of this stuff was before I was born. I got really into the Beatles and then Led Zeppelin and then Pink Floyd and The Who and Chicago and groups like that. And I started when I was about 13 years old writing string quartet arrangements of rock songs. And we would get gigs, local gigs, you know, like at little restaurants out on the patio in the summer in Buffalo. And we'd be playing Aerosmith and Led Zeppelin arrangements that I wrote on paper because I couldn't afford the computer software yet to write these arrangements. So as kids, we were already working and playing some of these arrangements. And then I moved to Las Vegas after I graduated from the University of Buffalo because I got a job with Wayne Newton playing in his orchestra on the Las Vegas Strip. And I met a bunch of new people in Las Vegas and we gigged together a lot with famous people on the strip or in those kinds of shows and things like that. Eventually, we were like, you know what? Uh, let's have our own show where the strings are not in the pit orchestra, where we actually front the thing and we're out front. And that's kind of when the current show had its seeds planted. We started just with the Bella Electric Strings Group, which is my corporate group, where we play just private corporate events to backing tracks. And then I turned it into a higher version called the Femmes of Rock Show, which is a touring production show that we're bringing to Woonsocket. Tell me about the show itself. What what happens during the show? What kind of music do you play? People, they never know what to expect because there's really no other show like this that exists. It's not like when you're just a tribute band and you say, okay, well, you're going to see a Pink Floyd tribute band. You know exactly what you're going to see. But for us, it's like, well, what is this? We have specialized medleys and arrangements that combine everything from classic rock to some hard rock to some metal music, and we perform on electric strings with a three-piece backing band, and we mix singing in with our electric string instrumental stuff, so it's like half singing and half instrumental. But you'll hear Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Queen, Rush, Van Halen, The Who, a little bit of everything, Ozzy. Now, who does the singing, the 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 band or the violinists or you or all four of the female violinists that front the show we sing so we didn't want to bring a lead singer into the group because what happens when you do that as soon as there's a lead singer it becomes their show regardless of whether or not it is their show the focus is on the lead singer and then we're just the backing strings again and we didn't want that to happen we wanted the strings to front the show so the strings do the singing as well as the instrumental work. Now, what is your, your backing band comprised of? Our backing band consists of drums, bass, and guitar. And the drummer and the guitar player also perform in Blue Man Group Las Vegas. How do they find time to go on the road? It's a full-time, probably five, six, seven night a week that the, the shows run in Vegas. So everybody has a sub, and they're if they've been there long enough, they have seniority, and they're able to sub out of the show to go do our tour dates when we have them. You have you said you have four violin players. Yes, for this show, we're going to have three electric violinists and one electric cellist with us. Straight violins and a cello. They're five string violins, so they have the range of a viola and a violin. What about the other members of the band? How did they come about to being part of your your group? We gigged as hired guns. In in the shows of a lot of different famous people when they come through Las Vegas, whether it be David Foster doing a show here or Beyonce doing a show here or Michael Buble or, you know, various shows 
there's there's any given night in Las Vegas, there's like five A-list celebrities you can go see on the strip. And a lot of them hire strings and, and horns and woodwinds to perform in their show. So we all met each other through gigging in Las Vegas, through performing with other A-list artists as their backing band in Las Vegas. That's kind of how we all met each other here. And the, the guys in the band, we knew also through playing in Las Vegas shows. Like I said, two of them are in Blue Man Group, Las Vegas. I watched uh, a couple of your videos. Now, you all deck out in these wild, you know, kind of metalish garb, uh, you know, boots and such. And you do a lot of, like, kicks and, you know, bopping around. Was there any other training involved in, you know, dance training or anything to be able to do some of these moves? Some of the girls had had dance lessons as children. Some of us haven't. But we kind of just, I didn't want the show to seem really choreographed like we were dancers because that's not the primary focus of the whole thing. So we do some coordinated movements where we have, you know, it's more rock and roll coordinated movements and less Vegas dancer coordinated movements, I suppose, when you see the show. And we kind of came up with that stuff on our own. Are you the one who chooses the entire uh, selections for the night or the group have a choice or... Is it a- uh, no, everybody, I, I tell everybody to, we're playing rock music, whatever attire you feel comfortable that lets your personality show through while playing rock music, that's what you're allowed to wear. So when we play corporate private events, they dictate to us what they want us to wear. Sometimes we have to wear gowns and whatever they decide we wear. But for these shows, the ticketed shows, I let everybody choose their own outfit based on their own personality. Now, as far as the music, who selects all the music? Is it you? Yes, I write all the arrangements for the show. Take me through a, a Femmes of Rock show. How, you know, what what happens throughout the night? The show is comprised of a bunch of uh, medleys where one song kind of goes into the next quickly so that it keeps the energy high for the show. There's video content that syncs exactly with the music. So when you're listening to something, there'll be a complimentary visual on the the screen behind us when we're performing. Now, video and, of, of what? What kind of video uh, is it? It's custom-created content, so it's different for every song. Sometimes it's psychedelic ambiance stuff, if that's what the song calls for. Sometimes it's other kind of historical footage that might tie in with, with whatever it is. But it's all custom-created content. You say you have lights and stuff? You own your own light show as well? We do use custom program lights and lasers in Las Vegas because we live here, but that stuff is really expensive to fly to do a one-off with. So we, we'll use the house lights when we play in Rhode Island. One of the examples of the songs that you'll be playing. We do an 80s rock medley that has Van Halen, Guns N' Roses, White Snake, and a bunch of other stuff in it. We play a Rush medley that includes a lot of their more difficult instrumental music. We do a Southern rock medley that includes Kansas, the Allman Brothers, uh, Leonard Skinner. We do a lot of stuff with Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and The Who. And we have a guitar hits medley that combines the most recognizable classic rock guitar solos of all time into one medley. Do you have any of your own music that you have in the show? I have my own music, but that's not what the show is. The show is classic rock, hard rock, and metal type arrangements of recognizable tunes done in a unique way. Now, what kind of music is your own music? I write originals that <laughs> they span no category, really. Like Some of it is 
instrumental stuff on my seven string electric violin and I use like a wide range of effects pedals I guess you could say it's inspired by like Eddie Van Halen and Joe Satriani and people like that I also have other songs that are more pop sounding and I'm working on a debut solo album that will come out in 2024 later 2024 and it's it's based around my abilities on my seven string electric violin but it'll it spans a lot of different genres of music tell me about this seven string violin i've never heard of a seven string my the violin player in my band has a five string but i've never heard of a seven string how does <laughs> how does how do you deal with a seven string what are the what are the what's the tuning and the strings of a seven string it was basically like learning a completely new instrument and yeah it's i can imagine much harder to play than a four string acoustic violin it's also fretted so if you if you look up Mark Wood Viper violins, you'll see a picture of the instrument. So it straps on your back and you don't have a chin rest and it'll stay up on your body without even holding the instrument. The seven string neck is really wide and I have a really small hand. So like I said, it was like learning a whole new instrument to try and be able to even play these notes. And the frets really are confusing because when you spend decades learning a fretless instrument and then you put them on there, the reason I use them is to better be able to do guitar techniques. They help me to be able to do things like pinch harmonics or tapping or things that a guitar player would do that you can't do on a fretless violin. So that's the reason why I use the fretted violin. And the reason I need the seven string is because I need the full range of a guitar in what the repertoire that we're performing because essentially I'm replacing the lead guitar players, the Jimmy Page or the Eddie Van Halen or the David Gilmore. I'm replacing that with me doing a lot of the soloing and the other performers also doing a lot of the soloing. And so the high string on a guitar is an E mm -hmm. and the high string on a violin is also an E, but the violin sounds an octave higher than the guitar. So for me to be able to perform the solos in the same range that the guitar player did harmonically, I have to have those extra strings to get all the way down. And it actually is tuned from top to bottom. It's E, A, D, G, C, F, B flat. Those are the strings. It's almost like a guitar, but then it changes. So you notes there's a couple of different strings in there well it's tuned in fifths like a violin not like a guitar in fourths so it continues to go in fifths the strings and it actually has range below a guitar because a guitar can only get down to an e and i can get down to a b flat so are you the only one in the band that plays this instrument or are the other ones played as well I'm the only one that plays the seven string. It was custom made for me from Mark Wood Vipers. The other girls all play five strings. So the stuff that doesn't require the range that mine does. And they're also fretless. So they're, they're more like regular violins. They all play the Yamaha YEV 105 violins, which are, they feel and look like regular violins just with the fifth string they're not um, they're not solid body violins they're not the blockwoods they're actual hollow violins oh no they're not hollow but they they maintain the shape and integrity of an acoustic they're still electric violins but they maintain the curve on the side you know so that you know where to shift and where to put your hand they maintain the shape integrity of a real violin whereas mine looks like a flying v that straps under your neck and it's nothing <laughs> like a real violin now you use uh, effects pedals and such with it oh yes everybody uses an effects pedal rig mine is much larger than everyone else's because i'm doing a larger scope of the soloing and you know our technician just loves it because you know everyone else has a nice like eight pound board and there's me with my 56 pound pedals that he has to carry everywhere <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like quite the board 
Yeah. <laughs> now, I imagine you must go wireless too, right? So you can bop around? Yes, the whole show is wireless. We're on in-ears with a click track, which we have to be on because our video syncs exactly with the music. And in order to program that properly, everything's got to be on a click track. So we have in-ear monitors and we also have instrument wirelesses because we like to occasionally venture out into the crowd during the show. Oh, okay. Now, I, I saw that some of you had like platform boots. That is, is that difficult to, to... Well, when you're female, you're very practiced in, <laughs> after you've done a... After you've done a couple thousand gigs in them, it's it's not so difficult anymore. Of course, there's like the random gig where we actually get to wear like Converse sneakers. And I'm like, oh, this is so nice right now. But <laughs> I think that for the most part, it helps us to look larger than life on stage. And then when people meet me in real life, they're like, wow, you're a lot smaller than I thought you were. I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing flat sneakers and not six inch heels. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, well... Uh, this is an aside from the podcast we're doing. This is this is an aside. I'm wondering if you would send me some of your original music to include in the podcast, just to uh, give me uh, give folks an example of your virtuosity on the violin. I actually have recorded a sample of one of the songs that's going to be on my album. I'm not going to put anything out in its entirety until the album comes out. But I actually have um, a, a part recorded that I could send to you that's a sample. And there's actually no guitars on it at all. So what sounds like a rhythm guitar, like a heavy metal rhythm guitar, that's me on a violin. The solo part is also me on a violin. And I played the bass guitar myself. So there is a bass on it, but I played all the instruments myself on the track. When people are on stage and they see somebody sawing away on a violin, they think it's amazing. But with a lot of other stuff going on, you the virtuosity really would get lost in this way that if you have something of your own that you've composed and that you've played on it it would be able to single out that that talent even more well i really appreciate that and a lot of what i'm doing if people are just hearing it and they're not seeing it they won't even know that it's a violin because it sounds nothing like a violin but that's part of what i kind of pride myself on if if you've seen any of my my social pages, the Nina DiGregorio pages, I have a lot of viral videos. I do these covers on social media where I'll take famous guitar solos and try and duplicate the exact sounds and settings, only I do it on the violin. And so my own personal style is kind of like a combination of all of these guitarists that I've studied over the last few years trying to duplicate their sounds and techniques. And then I match it all together, and that's my style on a violin. You're saying you've, that you've got these viral videos. I'm wondering. Uh, I, I might have seen some of those already. They've. I've seen. I've seen someone playing a, a flying V violin on Facebook quite a few times. I wonder if that was you. If you go search my name on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, you'll find the videos I put out. Like comfortably numb video, I think had five or six million views on it. I did the, a cover of the Peter Frampton talk box solo on violin, and Peter Frampton actually shared it on his page and gave me a nice compliment. Some of the original artists have, have given me feedback about my covers and shared them on their pages, which is nice. So do you actually use a talk box with the violin? Oh, yes, and I'll be using it in Woonsocket. Oh, wow. That's uh, very cool. I told you my pedal board is nothing to scoff at. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Well, anything you want to tell folks about the show to try to encourage them to come on out? Well, I would say I think this show might only have like 100 tickets left. It's it's starting to get close to a sellout, so get the tickets quickly. But I guarantee it's not your grandmother's Beethoven. This is going to be something that it's really hard to describe, and it's really hard to understand what it is because it's completely unique. There's no other shows that are that are like this that are 
like singing electric violinists playing these high energy arrangements of of rock music hopefully uh you will have a complete sellout that theater is a very nice theater the audiences are always very receptive oh yes we always play right around saint patrick's day and we encourage everyone to dress festive because we always do some surprise stuff for saint patrick's day during the show and winsock it's one of our rowdiest crowds of the year and we really really enjoy everybody there the the fans and the the crew it's it's a great show so we're really happy that we get to come back every year well it sounds like uh something that's going to be very very entertaining well we hope you're entertained all right well thank you very much for the time and uh good luck thanks a lot we'll see you soon Dokie, thanks to Nina Di Gregorio for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. The Femmes of Rock will be at the Stadium Theater in Woonsocket on March 16th. For more, rosin up your bow and fiddle over to stadiumtheater.com. You don't want to wait the down to the last hundred tickets. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by Rhode Island Blood Center, Mother Earth Wellness, Graysale Brewing, Trinity Brewhouse, Ballet RI, and R1 Indoor Karting. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 